How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. First Atlanta. Morning show with John and you on Sports Radio 90. John, the game, man of many hats, including uh, Boss, uh, is joining us here. Mike Connie, uh, fresh from... Uh, all the way out in Oregon where they were uh, licking My. their wounds over a college football beatdown, that's for sure. Yeah, it was kind of funny watching that game at a sports bar with Duck fans, you know. <laughs> uh, and and I'll give them credit. Did they really think they were going to win, though? No. No, but I felt bad for them because they were kind of reduced to just cheering for good open field tackles and first downs and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, penalties against Georgia. You, you really did kind of sympathize with them a little bit. Like I, I was watching, we had a big group uh, from Atlanta watching in this, uh-huh. this duck bar. Um, and we weren't being obnoxious or anything like that. We were just watching the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I asked Jason Longshore, who's a big, big dog fan, like, okay, when do you think this game's going to be over? The first quarter, the second quarter, or the third quarter? Because I guarantee you it's not going to be a game in the fourth quarter. And Jason thought it would take three quarters to put him away. And he was two quarters away from being correct, so <laughs> to his credit. But I felt bad for the Duck fans. Um, it's like I tweeted, though, during the game. I, I, I don't know how you could say there are two teams in this country better than Georgia right now just across the board with talent and john like i know you were one of the the founding fathers of the top 25 wasn't it kind of an unwritten rule that the defending national champion would always start the next season number one unless there was like some glaring reason not to that that has been an ongoing debate yeah like, uh, for like, a long time. I, I've always heard, and, and, until beaten, the defending national champion that's, that's should have the right thought. to be number that's one. That's what I thought. Unless there's a glaring reason. Uh, especially uh, in the in the playoff era, which has changed things. Right. Now, again, well, the other thing that's changed is the rankings really don't matter now mm-hmm. as much. As much. But, they still matter. Don't kid but yourself. But, like, I, you know, again, I, just, I have such an issue with the preseason polls. Like, watching Clemson last night. That was not the number four team in the country, in my opinion. My the, my my question, not to cut you off, Mike, but my question was this: Is is Georgia Tech better than we thought they were? Yes, I, I liked what you asked, Roddy Jones. In my opinion, based on what I saw last night, Georgia Tech is going to be better than we think they're going to be, mm-hmm. especially defensively. Yes, defensively, they got to stay healthy, though. That's the thing; <laughs> they, they do have to stay healthy, and they can't get ejected for targeting and stuff like that. Yeah. But defensively, they're going to be in a lot of ball games. Offensively, you know, I th- I thought Sims had one or two pretty good drives. Uh, it's also maybe a credit to the Clemson defense that that you know Georgia Tech had trouble moving the ball against them. But my big takeaway from last night is that Georgia Tech's going to be better than they were last year, and I'm not sure Clemson is going to be better than they were last year, unless maybe they make a quarterback change, which and is going to happen. I, it's going to happen at some point. Uh, it could have happened last night. You know, mm-hmm. look, again, in the third quarter of that game, there's uh, there's an uncalled false start by the right tackle of Clemson on mm-hmm. a third and ten play. They don't convert, but they get bailed out on a pass interference. If Georgia Tech gets that stop, they've got the ball with a chance to tie or take the lead. And the next drive, there was another bailout, too, that kept 
a, a drive going. And and I'm I'm texting with some of my friends watching this game. Like I think DJU is going to get pulled here. If if they do not do something positively on this next drive, I think he's going to get pulled. Mm-hmm. And you know, fortunately for him, unfortunately for Georgia Tech, couple penalties, couple defensive miscues, they they start to avalanche in the fourth quarter. But forty-one to ten, I do not feel like reflected how close that game was last night. That at all. I, that that I would agree with too. Is that that was closer than forty-one ten? All right, let's talk about your uh, your five stripes here. Um, it, it just one of those weird things happened, Mike. I, I had the game on. I'm watching, you know, that game. I'm watching other things. And I, both times I turn away is when the fouls happen, and I can't re-rack yeah. my, my iPad. And so, the you know, streaming on my iPad. So I saw both PKs, but I didn't see the fouls leading up to I saw one of the replays. Mm-hmm. Were they both legit? Were they both? First penalty, absolutely. In fact, it could have been called on two different players. I thought that was absolutely a penalty. Second one, I don't think so. Um, And that's a big call because Portland wins 2-1 on two penalties. Uh, Second one, from my angle, we're a little behind it. Sosa, you know, yeah, he is going in for a tackle. It looks like he wins the ball. It did not look like there was enough in it for me to be a penalty. I'm also looking at it through Atlanta United glasses. Um, so it, that's unfortunate because I, I think in the run of play, in open play, Atlanta United was doing more than Portland. It's very, very unusual to have a match where you concede two penalties. In fact, Atlanta United's only earned two penalties all season, and Portland got two on Sunday. So, you know, it's just it's like Jason and I were talking about after the game. You, you're just you're finding new ways to lose every match, and that's another new way to lose. Where you know you give up two penalties, and you you arguably are even with an opponent on the road in open play, but because of two penalties, you lose. And and here you sit now, probably out of the playoffs. That's what uh, I was about to ask I, you. The it, math, the math. The they're station. gonna have to win out. Okay. And um, so you're saying there's a chance. Mm, well, yeah, of course there's a chance, but mm-hmm. I, I think they're going to have to, you know, win out or go four zero and one or something. I don't think they can afford another loss. And the problem with Atlanta United is they haven't won back to back games all year. So you have five matches left. Can you win five in a row when you haven't won two in a row all year? Eh, you know, I, I don't think so. That, that not feeling, not feeling really good about. No, it. I, I don't. I don't. Uh, they just have not been able to put it together. And I, I know you guys will probably ask me why. I don't know. I mean, I, I think the injuries are a part of it. Can't be overlooked. Mm-hmm. Cannot be overlooked. But, you know, then again, you're you're three or four months past losing Brad Guzan, Miles Robinson, Ozzy Alonzo. So, you know, you've had enough time now to kind of figure out a plan going forward. Uh, it just hasn't come together. I'm sorry. I mean, is this going to be a, an interesting new team president? Interesting offseason? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Because you're going to have a new team president. That's guaranteed, right? Uh, and anytime you make a, a big change like that at the top of the club, you assess every level of the club. And you know, I, I think Gonzalo Pineda has done about as good a job as he can do, given the circumstances, given the fact that this is not the team he planned on having going into training camp. So it, it's tough for Pineda. Uh, Carlos Bocanegra obviously is, is going to be in the spotlight because, um, you know, it's been his job to construct the team. And, again, injuries, I think, go into the decisions you have to kind of make on the fly, especially when you don't have a lot of um, salary cap room. So, I mean, I, I, I think Carlos 
is able to defend a lot of the decisions that he's made this year, but that's going to be evaluated. I mean, I think every aspect of the club is going to be evaluated by the new president, and the goal is to have that president in by, uh, I think, January or early February, ahead of the start of the 2023 season. Gotcha. Mike Connie, uh, man of many hats. And, of course, a uh, lot going on. It's hate week. It's hate week. Yeah, how about that? Uh, I, I don't know. I have a sneaking suspicion. Sneaking suspicion. The Falcons might win this game on Sunday. I hope you're right. I we, just, I, I, I think New Orleans, do coach. Janus has been hurt during the preseason. You're going to get him. Maybe you get him here. We ain't named our team captains yet, but I'm just saying. Well, maybe it's a surprise, like Christmas morning. Like they're just going to surprise everyone on Sunday. You know, everybody, everybody else named their team captain. I, I maybe they're just trying to. Pump up the drama a little bit. I don't know. That is certainly very unusual, but I'm sure there's a reason for it. At Mike Connie 929 on the Twitter, right. many, many hats, voice of Atlanta United. Thanks, Mike. Okay, guys. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this. Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours. Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is Electrified Diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com.